professional sports owner to pay attention to something that's similar to the papyrus sketch about Avatar. Yeah, the papyrus sketch yeah. is actually uh, it's actually a documentary about me. <laughs> <laughs> when I see a bad font. You hate bad I fonts. I fucking hate it. Yeah. You know what? On the same exact week that Dan Gilbert dropped that Comic Sans letter to uh, Cavs fans saying, we're gonna come back and it's good. Shut up. <laughs> You're in Comic Sans right now. You don't count. You were. This was written by same, Bill Keen. On the same week, the Warriors newly rebranded their their franchise in copper plate gothic bolt. You have been yelling about this as long as I have known you. <laughs> <laughs> it was the same fucking week. Because it was the end of the NBA season, blah, blah, blah. Or is it the middle of the offseason? The Warriors are like, hey, look at our new logo. We don't have a dude throwing a lightning bolt anymore. It's now Copper Plate Gothic Bold and the Bay Bridge. And I'm looking at that like, someone got fucking paid for this. Me, at the time, like a low-level marketing assistant for a real estate agency, was not too pleased to find out that this fucking hack out there was creating this shitty fucking logo that the Warriors just got rid of this past summer in with copper plate gothic bold. I was using that font for fucking book reports in 1992. <laughs> You're using copper plate for book reports? Yeah, dog. I'm trying to get an A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was always we were always just told use Times New Roman or shut up. Uh the cover though. You gotta have the cover of the thing with the little plastic binder thing when you got your book report, you know? Jeanette. Oh, I never did any of that. Oh. Welcome to being Asian. <laughs> this, is what, this is what it's like growing up Asian. You, I mean, that does... You ex- go all out on the fucking book reports when you got an Asian mom. My GPA does make more sense now. Hey everybody, this is All Sports Are Bad. I am Patrick on the internet. And I am Jake Whipple. And we're here at the World Series. The World Series! The Welcome World to Series. the World Series. Um, it's happening now. Uh, the Washington Nationals are playing the To Be Determined. Um, sorry. <laughs> They're playing the Astros. It's fine. <laughs> it's, go- it's literally going on right now. We have it on TV, which is actually kind of a fun throwback to the very first, you know, the, the very first episode we ever recorded that we didn't release and we will never release. Yeah, we had, we yeah. had the World Series on. Yeah. And, uh, I remember that very, very much. So. <laughs> we had the World Series on, and we talked about the NFL. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I said some things. You said some things, but they were way less uh, troubling. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It never happened. Um, it did. It's on. I actually have it in a hard drive. <laughs> Showing up with receipts here. Okay. <laughs> it did happen. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we got uh, Astros, Nats. The Nats are probably going to get slapped. Um, I, I hope not. Say. I mean, I don't... Every every series they've been in so far, I'm like, okay, this is the end for them. Yeah. Except true. when they faced the Cardinals. I, I kind of was just like, I think they're going to beat the Cardinals. The Cardinals that weren't actually that good is the thing. The Cardinals just have be good enough to beat the team that they beat. Yeah. Well, like... The Cardinals were in one of those divisions where everyone's every single other team, and it was like, what's just exactly how good do we have to be in order to win this division? Can and like, can we get a little bit worse and still win it? Maybe. Which is which is crazy yeah. for the Cubs. Yeah, like the Cubs were definitely like were in a strategic retreat where they thought they could like 
get worse but still go to the playoffs. What the Cubs did <laughs> this season <laughs> is a trend. Like, just not being, not winning your division is atrocious for how much talent is on that team. Yeah. Well, and especially because like, their number one rival should ostensibly be the Brewers, um, who are quite good. Yeah. Um, face some, they face some entry problems, but they're a good team. Um, the Cardinals didn't really have anyone outside of Goldschmidt. I mean, they had their usuals. Uh, yeah. Osuna. Yeah. They I'm had a... Um, fucking what's his name? I don't know. <laughs> why do i want to call him chapman it's not it's um chetman the third baseman first baseman matt carpenter oh matt carpenter yeah i'm they sure there's the... a molina brother on the team still. yeah of course <laughs> oh yeah yadi is still on the team yeah. he doesn't play as good of defense anymore it, actually he actually looks kind of weird yeah well he's probably in his mid to late 30s now uh yeah mid mid 30s i want to say that is old for a catcher um that is really old for a catcher yeah yeah, but the uh, so in the on the National League side of things to get the Nationals here, um, the Cardinals beat up on the Braves, which was surprising to funny. all involved. Um, it's pretty funny. Yeah, um, that game did go the full five, but then the game five was a hilarious rout. Not uh, great. Yeah. Um, then the Nats uh, took out the Dodgers, which the, nobody was thought was going to happen. That was the best yeah. game I've seen all year. I do. I'm going to go ahead and jump into my hype drag for today on this okay. one for that Nats Dodgers series because I want to hype myself because I fucking called it. Yeah. I said the Dodgers were the cursed baseball team and they are. Look at what happened to Kershaw again. Not like, since the Cold War have they won a championship. They are. They are cursed. They are cursed. I said it. There's a. You can listen to our most recent episode to prove it. Yeah. I called this. I'm going to drag the Dodgers. They should be less cursed. No, they should actually <laughs> continue being cursed. Either way, uh, still dragging them for it. I want to hype Howie Kendrick, my son. Uh, <laughs> the greatest, my all-time favorite baseball player in the world for smoking the Dodgers, his former team. Uh, it was amazing. Pretty funny. It was pretty funny. I love it. I love this, I love this Nationals team full of 36-year-olds <laughs> and dudes that you thought every time you see them, you're like, oh, he's still in the league. Yeah. Cool. Good, good for Kurt Suzuki. Yeah. Gerardo Parra, still a thing. Had no idea. Then, uh, yeah, and then the Nats uh, got uh, their requisite good pitching performances out of uh, Strasburg and um, Scherzer. Who did Tampa Bay get ground into a paste by? Was it the Yankees? No, the Yankees beat up the Twins. Oh, that's it was right. a massacre. And they, because the ball's not juiced. <laughs> and the Twins hit the most home runs. All they do is hit. That was their only thing that they did was hit home runs. It was their only activity. That's why it's kind of like, why build a team around home runs? Oh, because it's oh. going to win you the regular season. No, speaking and then of home runs, there. Ryan Zimmerman just hit one. Oh, shit, another 35-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. I love it. Yeah, he, he looks like here. my dad. Um, yeah. <laughs> Good for your dad, then. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, the uh, the Twins got uh, wadded up into a ball and thrown into the garbage by the Yankees. Um, and the Rays, basically the same thing happened to them, but the Astros did it. Yeah. Wait, yeah. that was a series. The Rays pushed them. Did they? Yeah. They pushed them to the game five. Huh, okay. Oh, no, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> the Rays pushed them real hard. Yeah. I was actually scared because I hate them. Yeah, I well, hate the, the Rays and they hate the A's so much. Everybody hates the Rays. Although the one thing I will say for them is they do this, the like the good thing that Moneyball did, which is they find guys and they're like, 
they figure out like, okay, if we use this pitcher exactly this way, like, so he only pitches when there's at least two left-handers coming to the plate in the bottom of the third. Yeah. He's going to be great. All other situations, totally useless. So the Tampa Bay Rays (laughs) took the Astros to game five. They did. Okay. Which I had forgotten about. Um, But you were talking about how the Rays do this thing really well where they like super min max their players yeah yeah they have their like, usage into like this like but which i like that too it's I just cool like it it's kind of rich cool. teams do it yeah spend money <laughs> yeah, it's just more fun yeah because like the rays invented the opener but they did it because they didn't want to spend any money on actual pitchers so, <laughs> yeah. so they paid sergio romo like mid league minimum to, to like fight for his career by doing this weird thing. Yeah, it's like you're gonna pitch the first. Stand- like, I wonder how that went. Like, they're like Sergio, you're starting. He's like, finally back in his starting rotation. Like, no, no, you're pitching one inning. <laughs> <laughs> then we're bringing in the actual starting pitcher. You're just gonna pitch the first inning. Well, the Romo was like a closer type of situation. So yeah. when they told him he was starting, he was probably just like, huh? <laughs> you know, like Mr. Peanut Butter when his ears go up. Yeah. He's like, huh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sunglasses falling off of yeah. his face. A monocle <laughs> pops out. Wasn't even wearing a monocle. One just appeared and went flying across the room. Yeah. I mean, and then there's like the ways that the Astros build their team, which is like, let's tank for seven years. Oh, they tanked hard. They, like, like, they tank harder just, than like I've ever seen a baseball team tank. I love the players that they have on their team. The way that they got them is kind of despicable. Because mm-hmm. now, now that's like... Because they're so good now, that's everyone's like, oh, that's the way you make a good baseball team. Yeah. Is by being really shitty. Yeah, we talked about this last time. That's yeah. just what the shitty-ass Mariners are doing. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we just missed 500 if we were just good enough in 2018. Let's tank now. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, cool. Yeah, except if you want to, like, actually do what the Astros do, you need good talent evaluators, good coaching, and you need to pump money into your farm system. Mm-hmm. Like... You want to ha- like you want to develop these players. You got like you still it still costs money. It just costs money yeah. in a different way, you know. Yeah. If you I, actually plan on succeeding, but I don't think like honestly, I've given up on the idea that a lot of these teams do plan on succeeding. They've just managed to sell the idea that being bad is leads to future success to enough people that it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, or they all f- or the like a bunch of billionaires are like. Wait, I could buy an MLB team, and then I'll do the the whole Moneyball thing. You know, with the Brad Pitt and the Jonah Hill. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. It fucking got nominated for an Oscar, baby. <laughs> it's got to be real. How but could it, it not work? How could it not work? <laughs> Jonah Hill was good in it. Clearly, it's a great idea. Yeah. Then you end up with, like, Derek Jeter and the bunch of schmucks who bought the Marlins, and then they realize they couldn't actually afford to buy the Marlins. Yeah. So. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I have a hard time feeling bad for rich people who spend their money on dumb stuff. I just mean, like, for Marlins fans. Oh, yeah, I no. Really care. <laughs> I don't care about Derek Jeter I do. Fe- I do feel bad for Dale, <laughs> the Marlins fan. Even Marlins man isn't Marlins, <laughs> is a Marlins fan anymore. Yeah. No, there's no, there's none left. Everybody gave up. Yeah. Marlins Man is the most egregious, famous sports person that exists. Because he's only famous for being rich enough to go to the World Series All-Star Game every 
big playoff game and sit in the front fucking row behind home yeah, plate. Yeah, the TV seat. With his yeah. stupid... And the only reason why people noticed him in the first place is like, why is this idiot wearing a <laughs> orange Marlins jersey? It's like construction worker. Mar- yeah, it's like yeah. construction worker orange, too. Like, the uniforms are designed to, like, be day glow. And this, like, visor with his, like, he had bleach blonde hair sticking out like Guy Fieri. And everyone's like, who the fuck is this guy wearing this Marlins shit at the Giants-Tigers World Series? <laughs> Why is it? Is he a Giants fan? Just no. It says Marlins. It says Marlins. Who the fuck is? It turns out he's a rich guy. Yeah, and he would some rich and he guy. would continue to do it for the next seven years and be super fucking famous off of it. Yeah, and then um, yeah, and then he like filed a complaint in like civil court about uh them the Marlins cutting payroll or something. Oh, boo! <laughs> a very very rich man who's baseball. You know what? I hate Marlins fans. <laughs> There we go. I never mind. I'm I'm flip flopping immediately. I hate Marlins <laughs> fans now. Sorry. It's like, I can't imagine any of them are good. Um, <laughs> yeah. The Astro. Yeah. So the Astros. But the Astros pioneered all this because they're dicks. And so is do 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 Brandon Tubman. Yeah. Brandon Tubman. Tub, Taubman. Brandon Taubman. We've been we haven't looked up how to pronounce his name. He's a gigantic piece of work yeah he seems like a real piece of shit um if you are not aware the uh, astros signed uh pablo suna who is a relief pitcher who also served a 75 game suspension for beating the hell out of his spouse um not a great guy not a great guy and then um after the astros game six win in the alcs um brandon taubman who is some sort of executive with the front office He's not. He's like a higher up, but he's not like an, a, a major decision maker. I don't um, believe. I want to say he's assistant GM. Yeah, that's the assistant. Assistant that's a, GM. Okay, never mind. Big, big, big deal. Big yeah. fucking deal. Um, yeah, he just started yelling at a, a some, three uh, women reporters who were near the locker room. I'm so glad we got Osuna. I'm so fucking glad we got Osuna over and over again. And one of them was wearing a domestic violence uh, yeah. bracelet. Yep. And uh, yeah, and the Astros' uh, reaction. Uh, to this was initially to say that's not what happened to that's not what he meant to we are very very sorry the, their reaction has been just yeah. fucking terrible yeah like and from, uh, from top to bottom because it's like look dude not only it's like not only is there a reporter to report this there are two other has, ones that reporter has two other sources <laughs> who are also reporting it <laughs> like they're not gonna make this up yeah, well, so now that the uh, Houston, like the Astros organization has finally caved and like is trying to apologize far too late in the game, really, but yeah. um, now the MLB itself is out there going, well, who knows what really happened? I don't know. Guess we'll never know. Case closed. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic MLB. That's like, they had that in a file like that Bud Selig left. It's like, what to do when bad things happen? <laughs> and then they open and we're like, oh. <laughs> and pretend it just says pretend it didn't <laughs> pretend it didn't <laughs> don't forget p.s don't forget to throw everyone under the bus when you can yeah <laughs> that's the throw. most important part really is try and throw people under the yes. bus jettison everyone just see so we can expect at some point mlb's gonna be like bad yeah. reporters because <laughs> that's who they throw under the bus in that scenario because the mlb is terrible but, so, i wouldn't even be surprised if like at some point the mlb is like we're we've decided to take steps to rectify this and we're firing the following people and then mike who like sells tickets in uh arizona is like i did i don't even work for you They're like well you're fired yeah yeah but yeah uh 
I mean, how can you not believe them? This is kind of like behavior that <laughs> these types of like men will exude they, in these yeah. situations. Because it seems like the thing about people who believe in shitty things <laughs> and have bad takes is that they're generally in it to say in your face to people that you know, have a stake in something in life or like, you know, believe in causes. Yeah. People like this are like shitty guys on Twitter who own the libs. Yeah. Who own the libs or like complain about, I don't know, Amari Cooper or Zion Williamson. And they love nothing more than to be proven. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that like, it's, it's so easy to picture a dude, like, turning to these women and saying that. Yeah, because, like, yeah, his mind, in his mind, he's like, we just won. We, this guy was on our team. Yeah. Clearly, we did the right thing, idiot. Yeah. yeah. We did the right thing by getting the domestic abuser, coddling him, and making sure he's in a place where he can succeed as a terrible human being. Blah. That's, that's what they did. I don't know, everyone was telling me, maybe you shouldn't be a Nazi, but then we invaded France, and that went super good, so who's wrong now? (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Alright! I'm just going there, just going all the way to the Nazi part, yeah. Alright, I mean, if I had to... Put money on it. I'm sure he has terrible fucking political. Oh, opinions. I guarantee. I guarantee. Fucking one, one million percent. So I want to see the fucking subreddits he's <laughs> subscribed to. <laughs> I guarantee you, they're whatever Donald Trump yeah. thing. It's probably a Q guy too. I mean, just know? some incel yelling at ladies in a room. Yeah, that, that sounds like honestly, it sounds like an assistant general manager of a basement. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. We just I just described probably several uh, front office people and several different baseball organizations. Yeah. Mostly sabermetrically minded. Mm-hmm. Don't really think of players as humans. <laughs> Don't. Yeah. Do you know this guy we have, uh, Mike? You know, he's been our backup second baseman? No. His uh, OBP's 308. Oh, yeah, 308, uh, seven home runs. Yeah, not very good. I don't like him. <laughs> he's a bad person. <laughs> have we considered firing him? <laughs> Can we, uh, do you think we could get somebody who's more of like a 12 and 3, 330 for him? Yeah. Why is his weighted runs created plus only 93? This is bullshit. Well, he's been on leave because his wife has cancer. Gross! <laughs> Don't tell me that! Isn't that a whole thing in Moneyball where they're like, they Billy Bean specifically doesn't get to know any of the players because he doesn't want to think of them as human. Yes, it is a thing. That yeah. is like He's like, actual, he actively... Like, and he teaches the Jonah Hill character, who is Paul DiBattista, who yeah. now is the general manager of the Browns somehow. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Sports are weird. <laughs> I don't like any of these things. Yeah, no, that was like a whole, that's a whole subplot of the book and the movie where he's like, I don't, I'm not going to meet you yeah. because... What if I have to trade you or cut you? Yeah. What about my emotions? What about, how do I feel <laughs> about you losing your job? You know, it's okay to fire people who are shitty at their job and still, like, have, like, appreciate them as humans. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't know why sports thinks that that's not a thing. Just like a Billy Bean thing, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's a, so. a Moneyball thing, I guess. I subscribe to the analytics, but I don't like 
most of the people who do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how I play video games, but I hate everyone that plays. Video yeah, games. yeah, no, that which makes ask the question: sense. Why do I do it? I don't know. Like, there's a. There's an, I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah. So, so the Astros are shitty to have in the World Series because they're running around um, being wildly vocal in their support for a domestic abuser and then pretending that they didn't do that. Mm. And also because they invented baseball tanking. Um, <laughs> they didn't invent it, they just perfected it. Um, they put a math to it where... Yeah. Uh, a Sports Illustrated writer could actually guess the year that they were going to win the World Series and then be right about it. Yeah, that is that's true. Props to yeah. that writer. That was that was a, it's a cool headline. <laughs> it's cool like see it's cool seeing like the Baseball Insider or whatever it is like meet your 2016 World Series champions and that magazine came out in like 2013. Yeah, that's that's neat. Like that's very it's, it's a cool he, little thing. The fact that he did it was nuts, uh, and it tells you how baseball is just a math. Now. Yeah, it's um, it's a it's a math problem. It's this one big math problem that people can figure out very very easily. Yeah. Well, it's just, at this point, it's just like who can come up with the most uh, most um, effective solution to it. You know. Yeah. I guess, I guess it's like if you don't actually like watching sports games but want to talk about sports, get into baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, all you have to do is visit Fangraphs.com once every two weeks during yeah. the season, and you've pretty much got a story, a very detailed graphic story about what's happening in baseball just by looking at numbers once you understand the metrics. It's, yeah. it's weird. If you like spreadsheets but hate interacting with people. <laughs> you like spreadsheets but hate the guys who bullied you for liking spreadsheets. <laughs> baseball. <laughs> baseball, Ray baseball the nats also suck um but that's really a fan base problem uh because there's a bunch of people crowing about them going to the world series after not retaining bryce harper um i'm sure you've run into some of this out there i mean i like the nats but also there is part of me that's like i don't want to vindicate these people who are like uh see so you don't have to pay your best player what he's worth blah <laughs> Like, that's a shitty fucking take. Well, that's also them sitting there like, how you think this team is would not be better with a top five power hitter in the league on it. Yeah. Or like, just, yeah. Uh, you, you, know that, you know that you need the wins above replacement in the outfield. You yeah. know you need them, like, regardless. And the reason why the Nationals got here is pretty obvious, other than, like, kind of baseball is kind of lucky. Yeah. The ball's not juiced. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The ball's not juiced anymore. All the things that you thought mattered don't matter anymore. It's back to 2014. We're looking at pitching only. The, so the regular season, juiced baseballs. You could also make a case. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you no, off on the go. baseball thing. But you could also make a case that literally, and I mean directly responsible for the Nationals reaching the even the divisional round of the playoffs, getting out of the wild card game, is an outfielding error. In right field, the position mm. that Bryce Harper plays and is extremely good at. <laughs> I didn't even fucking think about that. But also, the balls aren't juiced. The balls are not juiced anymore. They Why stop are juicing the balls. It's crazy. Like, I'm watching baseball five years ago. It's weird, man. I don't care for it. I liked the home runs. I mean, I liked, I liked baseball five years ago because that's when my team was good. <laughs> but... But the brand of baseball, not great, Bob. No, not great. <laughs> not great. I was just bitching about uh, about the Nats, like, 
now they're in the World Series without Bryce Harper because they undid their own like cursed thing where right, they right, right. like to walk onto onto a stage in a crowded, brightly lit room, open their mouth like they're going to sing a song, and then immediately just poop their pants violently. Yeah, like that's been the, that's what they've done every year. It's not even it's no one's fault in particular. It's yeah. just that's what the team has done every time they hit a divisional round for like the last seven years. Yeah. And it's it's not like what they're doing is actually really special too. Like yeah. I mean, not just because the balls aren't juiced. <laughs> but <laughs> but because like baseball as the baseball playoffs, as we like to think, it's pretty lucky. Yeah. It's actually not that luck it's pretty lucky to do well in the postseason. Yes. But to win the World Series actually isn't that much luck. The last in the last 10 World Series are owned by two teams. Or f- half of them are owned by two teams. Yeah. So the last five... the Five of ten World Series winners are the Red Sox and the Giants. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it could be luck. But I think being good in the playoffs is luck. Winning the World Series is just like... It's a science. I mean, yeah. It's so you bullpen. Got, <laughs> I mean, honestly, the last ten years, you got five for... Uh... Five between the Giants and the uh, Red, Sox. Red Sox. You got one to the Astros. You have two that belong to the Royals. No, one belongs to the Royals. Oh, one to the Royals. Who, who beat One of the Cubs. One of the Cubs. Uh, the Giants beat the Royals in that's 2014. That's right, that's right. So we got Red Sox, Giants, Cubs, Royals, Astros, and then whoever wins this one. Right? For, for, for the decade? Cardinals. Oh, the uh, in 2011. Did I, did I not say the Cardinals? Okay. The oh, Cardinals. did you say the Cardinals? I don't know. I don't think I did. Whatever. Six teams. I mean, you know. Yeah. That's not. That's not a terrible spread, actually. Um, yeah. But. Yeah. How many? Let's see. Since 2010, how many uh, NFL? How many teams have won the Super Bowl? Oh God, the Super Bowl is crazy. Which yeah. is why it's fucking nuts that the, <laughs> the Patriots keep winning. <laughs> yeah, because the Patriots have what three since 2010, or just two? Eighteen of them. Eighteen <laughs> is twenty. They have thirty Super Bowls in the last ten. Years, right? <laughs> that sounds right. It's yeah. what it feels like. Yeah, it sounds. Let's that actually go right. through the history of Super Bowls. <laughs> La- this year, this year, the Patriots won the, this last one. Patriots won the last one. A uh, year before, it was the uh, was it the Patriots again? I want to say they did. <laughs> Why don't I know this? It's weird that I don't, because I just assume they win all the time. Um, uh, Super Bowl <laughs> we're just Google history. Welcome to the spot, this podcast of Sports Knowers, where we are Googling Super Bowl winners. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's crazy that I don't remember, because I remember all this stupid shit, but it's like... It all oh, like, it was the Eagles last time. Oh, it yeah, was the, the Eagles. Patriots. Okay, that was an Before that, game. it was the Eagles. Before that, I think it was the Patriots. Um... Yep, yep. Patriots, Eagles, Patriots, Broncos. Broncos, Patriots, uh, Patriots Seahawks, Seahawks. Ravens, boo. Ravens, uh, Giants, Giants, Packers, Saints. Okay. It's pretty random except for the ones that all the, 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 <laughs> the Patriots win all the time. Yeah. But for everyone else, it's random. And well, also because like, a lot of those teams it. didn't even make repeat appearances in the Super Bowl. Right, like in the uh, MLB, you see a lot of the same teams making appearances in the World Series, even if they don't win them. Yeah, like the Dodgers, who yeah. will never win one. They never will. They're cursed. Yeah, they should they give back all their old World Series? Titles? They probably should. In fact, every year from here on out that they don't win a World Series, they should regift one World Series title to somebody else, someone who deserves <laughs> it. Like, 
The Giants. No. Okay. Just a shot, guys. Yeah. About to bring home another title. I'm going to say the Mets. Give them to the Mets. Nah, the Mets don't deserve anything. I mean, the Mets ownership certainly doesn't. (laughs) They gave money (laughs) to uh, de Blasio after his his presidential race ended. (laughs) The ones before them got caught in a Ponzi scheme, and that's why they had to sell the team. (laughs) They're still paying Bobby Bonilla. (laughs) That's not even a lie. I wish it was a lie. It's not a lie. They're going to be paying Bobby Bonilla until like 2035, assuming the planet still exists. Um... Bobby Bonilla is literally going to get a paycheck from the Mets until the end of the world. Yeah. I mean, just rapidly <laughs> coming closer. And no, I mean, like, that's not, that's not a comment that, like, oh, it's going to get paid away. It's a comment of, like, the end of the world is approaching very rap- very quickly. So Yeah. I feel like the Watchmen won't end before the end of the world. <laughs> Probably not. Great premiere, though. I, didn't, I haven't seen it yet. Don't ruin it. I'm not going to say anything anymore. Yeah. I, have, I mean, I have the basic gist of it. I know they do a Black Wall Street thing, and yeah, I know that there's, like, some weird wild. cop shit. Yeah. But the whole thing was fucking wild. I'm excited to I check it out. I did not expect to be blown away like yeah. that. Name, I haven't da- been... I'm, is it Damien... Damien Lindelhoff? Lindelhoff. Lindelhoff. Yeah, he's done nothing but good shit. Well, except the Lost finale, but the rest of it was great. <laughs> <laughs> he did good work in Lost. Like, he just didn't... They didn't think that one through. No, well, The Leftovers is fantastic. And he did one other thing that's also very good, but I don't remember what it is. Did he do Alias? Maybe. Was that Abrams? I think it was J.J. Abrams. That was Abrams. I'm pretty sure it was J.J. Abrams. Never mind. All right. Well, that's baseball. Um, And a sport so exciting, we started talking about TV. Um, It's 2-1 Astros right now. Anthony Rendon isn't old, but he looks old. He does look old. (laughs) He He just kind of looks old. (laughs) He's like, I'm guessing he's 27. He looks 34. Mm Mm-hmm. He's currently being mad at an umpire about a strike call because we don't have robot umpires yet. I I hate that that we don't have. Actually, I just want robot uh, balls and strikes. Oh yeah, yeah, no, that's what I, that's what I mean when I say robot uh, robot yeah. strike zone. Because yeah. I know you like the human element of like safe and out. No, I I'm think fine with important. that. I actually like that. Yeah, I, don't really... I think it's important to the game. Yeah. Like, if you want to go back and look at a super close call here and there, there's nothing really wrong with that necessarily. But I just want I. I just want that fucking strike zone to be consistent. And no human no human is capable of having a consistent strike zone. Even the best umpire has a shitty strike zone yeah. compared to a computer. The computer is, is going to nail it because of lasers. Yeah. You're right. So, so I hear the puck drops tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's not. No, it doesn't. I think it's December 35th. That's <laughs> when the puck drops one of these days we should try to learn something about hockey <laughs> i know that i like it it's cool i, I don't like it enough deal. to know about it but yeah. i like it when i see it i go Ooh, hockey but you know that's about it for me i know the players on the team that i like you got couture yeah patty marlowe's back i don't know who any of these people joe are thornton daddy they who? call him daddy yeah, joe thornton. gross that's uh, that makes me uncomfortable. I mean, it's a lot. It's kind of just the same <laughs> kind of thing where they call David Ortiz Big Poppy. It has the same like, like meaning as far as like, oh, he's like the clubhouse dad. Everyone loves him. He's yeah, like but you vet. should like. Can you but at least when you throw, call like, him daddy, it's weird. Yeah, just like don't not. It can't just be daddy. Like even at least it could at least be like Big Daddy. Take it up with Canada, dude. I didn't invent this. <laughs> I do have many many things I want to discuss with Canada. 
like how do you get the healthcare thing to, to work with the people here? Yeah, that how can was, we get the, the guys to do the healthcare here now? That's the main thing. Yeah, one of my main. <laughs> uh, all right, so on things that we actually know about, the uh, ball tips off tonight. Right? Yes. Yeah, and is that that's not a way you would say that. We've actually, no one has ever we've said actually that. got Raptors and um, and Pels playing right now, but we're choosing to watch uh, a bunch of thirty-five-year-old men play baseball against a bunch of twenty-three-year-old men. <laughs> Anthony Rendon <laughs> is still at bat. If you were wondering. Oh shit! That's not a replay. Garrett Cole's on the mound. He yeah. throws hard. That is hit very well to... Nope, not well enough. Anthony Rendon doesn't like it. He's going to catch it out in center field. There it is. There's the catch. If the ball was juice, the Nats would be winning right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll do uh, Joe Buck calling the World Series impression here on the next half inning. Um, But, uh, so, basketball does tip off tonight. Who you got? Who's your NBA champion? Who's my NBA champion? Let's let's dial it back a little bit. I can't. I'm full bore. Um... I'm gonna. I'm just gonna ignore you and do other. <laughs> <laughs> the things that I think are gonna happen this NBA season. Everyone and every every pundit who 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 dabbles in takery, uh, saying the Warriors will not make the playoffs. That's a bad take. I think Steph wins MVP. <laughs> I think that's very possible. Who the fuck else? What up? How the fuck else are they gonna get points? I mean, D'Lo. D'Lo's, D-Lo, there. D-Lo's uh, gonna be great. D'Lo and Draymond. Yeah, but Dre does not going to get points. He's Dre just never like gets set points. Up points. Yeah, he never gets points. They're going to be bad at the three, but like the whole dynamic of Steph and D'Lo, I think, is going to be so good. And I, and we'll see when Clay comes back because there's an outside chance he could be back before the end of the year. Well, they announced today. Steve Kerr announced today that he's not coming back for the season, but Steve Kerr could be lying. Yeah. So, <laughs> but that was an official announcement. Kind of a bummer for Warriors fans. And yeah, that's too bad. Clay I mean, it's too bad for everybody who likes watching basketball, frankly. Clay Thompson yeah. is fun to watch. And um, it would be super weird watching a set with, like, <laughs> Steph, D'Lo, Clay, Trey, and Looney, I guess. <laughs> like, what a what a weird set that would be. What, what are they, how, like, super small ball? <laughs> I guess, Like, yeah, what is this set? <laughs> I think they'd score. There was, there was that gimmick. I think it was actually a Mets uh, owner did that thing back in, like, the early 1900s. Like, we're going to get, like, a, a small person to bat because the strike right, zone would right. be too small. And, like, I just imagine the Warriors doing some version of that. Like, we went with small ball before. But a boy, do I have something for you. Smallest <laughs> ball. <laughs> the short like Vince McMahon stick. <laughs> right? <laughs> and that's when, that's when uh, we went full professional wrestling in the NBA. Um, yeah. So, okay, that's, my, that's a weird thing. I think so Steph wins Steph MVP. Wins MVP. Okay. Um, who's, uh, who's the best team in the West? Regular season mm-hmm. or who wins the West in the West? Regular playoffs? season. Regular season. Uh, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be Clips, Nuggets, Rockets, Lakers. That's your top four. Okay. I think Rockets is kind of a hot take on that one, actually. I think that's, there's a lot of questions to my mind about how Russell and Harden work as a backcourt tandem, particularly given that neither of them really defend, which is fine in that both of them score a lot of points and that is more important than playing like great perimeter defense. But you just took two thirds of your perimeter defense and turned it into a non-entity. Yeah, the the Rockets are very much um, like if someone took 
aluminum foil made in a giant ball of it right mm-hmm. and then just stuffed it in a microwave to see what would happen yeah it's i'm like, rooting for that they did the same thing when they signed uh, carmelo last year it was like i maybe it'll work right but it the, didn't and it's not which is no one's fault like but i really like the, what the rockets can do like right. just i think that they're going to play on a level harden and westbrook that they've never played before just to say they can because before these are like people that can will success in the way that they want it. It's yeah. just generally in the way they wanted it before is like, oh, let's put up a bunch of points and win MVPs. Haha, ha, fuck you. Like, <laughs> yeah. But now they want to do something that they've never done. They were like, hey, let's actually like mold together and win and stick it to KD <laughs> and so all think, the other people. You think Harden and Westbrook are going to become Voltron? I do. I think they already are Voltron. I honestly, I have nothing but the highest expectations. They get bounced in the second round, but I think, <laughs> I think that in the regular season, regular season they'll they be are good. monsters. I see that, and I actually definitely buy that uh, they're not like an inability to like make it work in the playoffs and take down more complete teams. There's just no way they win in the playoffs. They're going to win a bunch of games against the Suns. So many games against different versions of the Phoenix Suns. So if you're going Clips, Nuggets, Rockets, Warriors as your top four in the Lakers. West. Oh, I'm sorry, Lakers as your yeah. top four in the West. And Warriors then, are a seven seed. Sorry, my bad, my bad. I just, I misspoke. I know what, I know what you said. I, miss, I misspoke. I, I apologize. I'm just very offended. This... I know. I, I know that, and I'm trying to make it right, damn it. <laughs> You know what? Well, I guess we'll never know what happened there. We never will know hap- know what happened, and there's no reason to look into it. So case closed. Um. <laughs> but ceiling. <laughs> uh, so assuming that the first round is chalk, uh-huh. who do you have coming out of those four as your West champion? I, I, in, in your structure, the Clips would play the Lakers in the second round, and the Nuggets would play the Rockets. The Nuggets beat the Rockets, for okay. sure. <laughs> the Clips, Clippers, Lakers, man. Clippers, Clips, Lakers. The Clippers beat the Lakers. All right. And then who wins a Clippers-Nuggets series? The Clippers. See, I think that's I think that's a fair call to make going in, but all of, every single one of those series is going to be extremely predicated, obviously, on injuries, and also just watching how these teams mesh over the well, course we, of the Let's year. just assume that everyone's yeah. healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's play I mean, that I have game. a hard time not picking... I'm. I have I a hard time. shirt you're wearing. Yeah, so I know. Yeah, I know. You, you got me this shirt. Yeah, it's a great shirt. <laughs> it's I a great it. shirt. It's a great shirt. <laughs> um, I have a hard time picking against the Nuggets, but yeah, I don't know if they can beat the Clippers as their Clippers are currently. I mean, built. it's gonna be a series. It's gonna be a hell of a series. I yeah. Let's move on to the East. Yeah, the East. Things are a lot funnier, <laughs> yeah, and, we, and we don't have to like sadly choose that we don't want our own. We don't think yeah. our own team is going I to just, win. <laughs> I think the Lakers are going to be so much fun this year. Oh, they're going to be great! And I'm going to say multiple times that they're going to win a title. I'm going to say things like Super Bowl, here we come, World yep. Series, baby. <laughs> Know that I don't believe it. You know I don't believe it, right? Like I do like that you're picking the Lakers to win the World Series. And the Super Bowl. And the Stanley's Cup. That's right. I said Stanley's Cup. It is Lord Stanley's Cup. Should, yeah, they should really put some emphasis on the fact that he owns it. Yeah. Watch, so, watch yeah, yeah I'm getting a little bit of baseball here. <laughs> do do my, uh, my Joe Buck calling baseball impersonation here once the batter comes up. It's mean. I don't like Joe Buck. Uh, I'm a Joe, I'm a Joe Buck liker, but yeah. I don't say, I wouldn't say I don't laugh at him all the time. Yeah. Cause I think like most things I like, I yeah. laugh at. 
Third <laughs> inning. You got a runner. Scherzer. To Bregman. No, no, it's more forceful. Bregman. Like it's Bregman. Oh, and one. <laughs> yeah, he's. He does the thing where he's like, oh, I want to be understated yeah. and let the moment play out, which I like, but also he doesn't say words. You no, know, like if you. I tried to watch. So in 2015, I was trying to watch the U.S. Open while I was making breakfast before going to work. The golf U.S. Mm-hmm. Open, not the tennis one. Um, and Joe Buck was commentating on it. And I was in the bacon making, like. I was I was in the bacon making. I was in the kitchen making bacon. Yeah. Um, and the TV turned up so I could hear it and kind of tell what's going on. And from the TV, I hear Joe Buck go, Spieth, crack, good shot. <laughs> 16. I was like, what the shit just happened? <laughs> you know what it that is? That wasn't information. <laughs> you know what it is? Joe Buck is like super Gen X, right? Yeah, yeah. So he probably grew up playing Joe Montana sports talk football, where the commentary is literally just, pass, <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> and so he ignored his dad. Yeah, yeah. He's like, shut up, dad. I know how to do commentary, sports talk football. And then <laughs> <laughs> just learned all his commentary chops and his play-by-play chops from Joe Montana sports talk football. Where you say as little words as possible because you only have, like, how many fucking... There's, like, one megabyte (laughs) (laughs) cartridge. Like, run! Yeah. Tackle! Like, the fact that they put actual (laughs) audio in there is, like, extraordinary. It could have just been, like, an 8-bit, like, boop, 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 and that's all you needed. Touchdown! And that's how Joe Buck learned how to to do play-by-play. This makes sense. This makes perfect sense to me. He is a he is a he is a Gen Xer. Joe Montana sports talk football. Anyway, Eastern Conference. Oh top, shit! Yeah. We're gonna talk about the... <laughs> yeah, top four, top four. <laughs> uh, Sixers. Yeah. Um. Bucks. Okay. Sixers one, Bucks two. Celtics. Celtics. Okay. Does it? I don't know. There's other teams also. I don't think the Raptors make it in the top four. They don't, unfortunately. I don't think uh, the 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 Kyrie uh, Nets don't have. It oh, Kyrie! The, no, dude, the, the, those Nets are going to be so bad. I think they're going to be okay. I think I they're going to be a, a seven seed in the East is like pretty bad still, and yeah. I think they can do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, sure they can do that, but like Kyrie has never once been the centerpiece of a team and had that team be like good or even better than they were previous to him being there. Well, he's only been the centerpiece of a team twice. I guess, I mean, can you count when he was there with the Cavs before LeBron got there? You can. He was their only offensive option though. He was way too young to like carry a team though. Like a a real, and be good at it. Maybe. I don't, I don't think, I don't think so. Um, um, I'm trying to think. Like, who do I want? Who else? Who else do I want out of the East? Uh, I mean, I am a Pacers guy. Okay. Because like Oladipo, but he's also coming back from an injury. Yeah, I don't know who my Eastern Conference team is. Uh, though my fourth one. Uh, it could be a number of teams. Could be the, could be the Pacers. Sure. Uh, I guess it is the Raptors. 
I mean, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I mean, the it's the fucking Raptors. How does this happen in the East every year? Where it's like, well, there's this one really good team, and this other really good team, and then I guess there's also other teams that are in that conference. Yeah. Uh, well, the the Wizards aren't doing that. No. Uh, the Hornets lost. The Hornets lost uh, Kemba. They uh, were they were they weren't even good with Kemba, and he's one of the better yeah, guards the, in, this, in the the league. Magic. The Knicks are the Knicks. The Nets aren't gonna do it. The Miami. Gonna, I mean, they got Butler. If if but they he's got, never if proven they got he Westbrook can carry on top of Jimmy. Yeah. 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 I mean, Jimmy carried the Bulls, but not to anything significant. <laughs> Jimmy carried True. the Bulls to where Jimmy could carry them to. And the, yeah, yeah. I, I'll go with. I'll, I'll just say the Raptors out of respect for the champs. Yeah, I mean, you and got. I guess you like, got to. So you have Sixers playing Raptors. Again, we're assuming a chalk first round, mm-hmm. and you have the uh, Bucks playing the Celtics. Yeah, I've got the Sixers over the Raptors. Mm-hmm. And I've got the Celtics over the Bucks. What? Yeah. All right. I just... I think Kemba does a lot for that team. I think that they're better than they were last year. Like, just... The, they, they're they better than they played last year. Sure. And I wouldn't... I don't really blame Kyrie. I mostly blame Gordon <laughs> <laughs> I mostly blame Gordon Hayward irrationally. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. realistically, I understand that they weren't who they really are last season. Gotcha. I mean, that tracks for. I see. I see that. What I would, the case I would make against it is that the Celtics lost Horford, who was their defensive anchor. They still have yeah. Brad Stevens, who's proven he can coach uh, a team to its particular abilities, not just you know. Not, he's not one of these guys like uh, Phil Jackson who shows up with a system that you're going to do now. Yeah, no, which, Brad again, is not. the triangle offense is just like, what if Michael Jordan had the ball more? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, just, let's stop saying that Phil Jackson is a genius. He was just very good at managing personalities. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think Phil Jackson was more... Was was more Dusty Baker than like genius, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Like it was more just like I could make the superstars not kill each other. Yeah. They still want to play together, and I'd say that's a win for me. Yeah, I made Dennis Rodman work. <laughs> <laughs> that's an accomplishment, though. Yeah, yeah. Did you did you watch the Dennis Rodman thirty for thirty? No. Fucking ridiculous! It came out like a month ago. Absolutely bonkers. I like it. What I a could watch what that. a life. What a fucking life. <laughs> so if you've got... So we're gonna, I'm going to skip over this because I'm going to... We're going to stay on point here. Um, no, no, we're not. No, we never do. I'm just going to like... I'm going to pretend that we're going to. Um, kill the fruit fly. Um, so you have then the Sixers playing the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. To go, and who wins that? Uh, the Sixers. Sixers. So now you have a Sixers-Clippers NBA Final. You the Sixers win. Trust the process. I hate tanking so much. <laughs> and that's why I don't want to. But also, like, nothing outweighs my hatred of the Clippers. Yeah, fair enough. Really, like, in basketball, I, I hate the Celtics, and then I hate the Clippers. So I guess the Celtics outweighs my hatred. In a, but, yeah. I Right now, I really hate the Clippers. And I'm about to watch them play basketball in about an hour. That's true. 
I have the Nuggets beating every single other team in the finals in uh, four games and then punting Donald Trump into the sun. Oh, tight. What version of NBA 2K can you do that on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on a mod. I'll let you know when it's <laughs> out. Donald Trump mod. <laughs> All right. Let me, let, me da- let, me, let me download that. <laughs> Uh, the NBA was in the news recently. You may be aware of this. Yeah, I'm I'm aware because I exist and have eyes and ears. <laughs> so the basic so the basic gist of the news for the NBA going into this season is that uh, the Rockets general manager Daryl Morey, who was previously most famous for answering the question, "What if a math problem was a basketball team?" Um, just he's basically sent out a tweet that was just like free Hong Kong, which is a reference to the ongoing protests in Hong Kong about a uh, proposed extradition bill. Um, and it's there's a, there's other stuff to unpack there culturally, but it mostly it's just about that. And the China was like, "Hey, don't say that about us." And then the whole NBA was like, "Yeah, Daryl," <laughs> which was pretty gross. Yeah, uh, the the reaction, the overall reaction, and I'll probably get into this deeper in a little bit, was uh, predictable but still awful. Yeah. The NBA's reaction was predictable but awful. Yeah, I think that's about right. For them, it's about their uh, vested business interest in China. Yeah. I They're mean, protecting an investment. I mean, that's kind of like... There's a lot of commentary about that. There's a lot... A lot of other companies are going through this very same thing right now. Like Activision, Blizzard, Apple. Yeah. Um, South Park made an episode about it. And you know when, like, the libertarian cartoon is right, that it's probably bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably a bad situation. It's probably a very cut and dry situation when the libertarian cartoon is, is right on the money. China is doing the same thing they've always done, which is... Um use their status as a massive economy that pumps a ton of cash through it and allows for uh, companies to make money off of them to their advantage in advancing a political agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, they're choking the NBA because uh, they can, basically. Um, although, it's there's a lot of... So Daryl Morey is sort of ended up ended up through a very long and weird series of events in a really unique position to be the guy at the center of this. Um, so are you ready for my really 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 fast history of basketball in China? Uh, like the Micro Machines man fast. Micro Machines? What's the what? what I don't you don't know. remember? I guess. Damn, I'm old. <laughs> what are you talking Micro about? Micro Machines were these cars in the early '90s that were very small. And like Hot Wheels, but very small. Oh, I, yeah, I kind of remember and then those. The commercial was a dude talking real fast. He's like, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to be like a guy at an auction fast. It's just gonna be bullet points. It's a more relatable reference. <laughs> <laughs> Should have gone with that. Yeah, well, I'm gonna. So I'm gonna do this really quickly. Um, I'm gonna flatten some stuff out and simplify some things because. We can't do an entire history of China in two minutes. But uh, in the mid 1800s, the British and French fought the first and second opium wars against Ch- opium wars against China because of imperialism, and then they won both and forced China to cede the Hong Kong Peninsula to them as a territory. And they did. Um, 
the second war they got a little more land then in 1898 the british signed a 99 year lease with china to keep the hong kong territory to themselves until 1997 at that point it was returned to chinese rule with a 50-year plan to return it entirely to the chinese government in the interim it would be a self-contained democracy that was sort of a secondary sort of accessory government that uh watched after itself um it's worth noting that Hong Kong at no point during British rule was a democracy. It just had a bunch of appointed guys who were in charge of shit. During that period of time, the People's Liberation Army fought a civil war in 1927 against the Republic of China. And uh, then they kind of took a break for World War II, allied themselves to fight the Japanese, were named, were named are believed to be one of the great victors of World War II, and didn't actually fix anything between themselves. So in 1949, Mao, the PLA, and the communists staged another civil war that ended them with them in power. Then the Cultural Revolution happened, which was basically a purge of Western uh, influence and, um, and ideology. Bunch of bad shit we don't have time to talk about. Mao died, and the Gang of Four, who were responsible for that Cultural Revolution, were taken down, imprisoned, and executed, and uh, the reformers came in, switched up the whole economy, and we call it in the West the opening of China, and we give Richard Nixon a lot of credit for it, but I'm not really sure why that is. And they basically sustained an economic growth that made them one of the most powerful economies in the world. Um... In, 19, in the 1920s, a bunch of Christian missionaries from the West came into China and introduced them to the sport of basketball, and it was really, really popular in the Republic of China. And during the civil wars, and especially after the 1949 civil war, Mao and the communists kept it around and promoted it because it was seen as a really good bonding mechanism for the uh, Chinese populace, because everybody loved it. Um... And then in the 1980s, prior to Hong Kong become, rejoining the state of China, they, uh, David Stern and the NBA basically struck a deal to send NBA highlight packages to China that people could see on TV and consume sort of in these like strictly edited and like vetted reels. Um, and they fucking loved it. They loved the NBA and they love it to this day. In 19, in, uh, the thing to remember is that in all this time, Hong Kong doesn't go through any of that shit about the Cultural Revolution, the Civil Wars. They're just sort of separate over here, and like they're Chinese, but they're not doing any of these things. Mm -hmm. um, in 2001, Yao Ming was the first overall pick in the draft by the Houston Rockets, which pulled the whole nation into basketball, and they made, made like 500 million people Houston Rockets fans overnight. They are still the most popular franchise in China by a mile. Like, it's not even close. And Daryl Morey is now the GM of the Houston Rockets, many years after Yao Ming has retired from his Hall of Fame career in a sport that survived the entirety of Chinese post-industrial history, making it through two civil wars, a uh, cultural purge, um, as well as a total reinvention of their economy and an entirely new set of political approaches to the West. And so when he says something about the Chinese political situation, he is in a singularly unique position to be noticed. Nobody gives a shit if I say free Hong Kong, but when Daryl Morey does it, Pete says it, people fucking notice. History. Oh. History, bitch. History, bitch. Admittedly, like, history is a little bit more complicated than that, but that's the gist. Yeah. So, the backlash... The parts that were bad. Uh, all of it. Most of it. I mean, I mean, most people that don't have corporate ties to money in China had pretty normal takes. That, yeah. that you probably should oppose um, oppressive regimes. Uh, you probably should be for people fighting. 
you probably should support people fighting for their freedom, for their individual freedoms, for just democracy in general. That's um, a very American thing to seems, think, you know? Like, very, it seems like a really basic American idea. It seems very cut and dry to me. This is how we should react to that. But when you tune into any TV program or even a podcast, mm-hmm. not, not like ours because we don't make money. Uh, <laughs> but Although ones, we would if you sent us some. Oh, yeah. Have you considered money in this? Anyways. <laughs> we'll get that. We'll get that. We'll get to that Come later. back to this. We'll come back to this part. Give me money. <laughs> <laughs> um, the people who do make money off of the NBA uh, are not, or just in China, mm-hmm. are not trying to talk about this at all. So when you watch The Jump, when you watch First Take, when you watch FS1, when you listen to Ringer podcasts, they're all saying the same exact thing. It's complicated. Yeah. Well, it's, it's complicated and you really shouldn't be commenting about it. Like, fuck that. It's actually not that fucking complicated. There's... China is trying to accelerate the assimilation to Hong Kong and China ahead of the schedule that they were supposed to be on. And that Hong Kong, especially the Hong Kong youth, really don't appreciate it. Yeah. That's it. Like, that's what it comes down to. There, uh, the protesters and the police are both using a lot of violence. Um, multiple people, uh, two protesters have been shot. No one has, no one has died yet, remarkably. And uh, a cop had his throat cut open with a box cutter. Shit's getting wild. Yeah. And it shouldn't be that complex to people. I mean, it's not. I mean, we all know. We all know this is bad. Yeah. Like, it's not great. Yeah. It not doesn't take great, Bob. It, <laughs> it doesn't take a socioeconomic <laughs> expert to figure out the, or to figure out that this, or a geopolitical expert to figure out that the, the, there's a bad and good here. This is not yeah. complex. This is, this is like, very 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 cut and dry so when you tune in uh, or just watch how any of these corporations are talking about the situation it's absurd the neutrality is absurd (laughs) it's like well i don't know it's like what if donald trump farted in a baby's face and then some british person said oh no it's complex you'd be like what the fuck we don't know what he was eating that fart might have been very nutritious it's hard to know for sure (laughs) it's taco salad fart it was a taco bell taco salad fart extra Jeez. Well, we don't know for sure what <laughs> the health effects of that could be. They could be positive, really. And um, I just really don't feel qualified to say whether or not you should fart on babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly kind of what's happening, but except the stakes are super real high. Yeah, there's a lot of money involved. This basically what it comes down no to. No offense to that fictional baby. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it really shouldn't be considered this ridiculous. And then... Uh, James Harden was asked to weigh in. He did a James Hardeny thing where he kind of did and was just like, "Fuck, that sucked." Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't like, know. It I've, was very James obvious. Harden. James Harden didn't have his fucking heart in any of the shit he was saying. Yeah. James Harden struck me as like, "I just don't want to talk about this." So like, please, yeah. why am I doing this? <laughs> like that was really James Harden. But LeBron James, very, very invested in what's going on right yeah. now. Uh, unfortunately, chose money. He did. Uh, he chose Chinese money. I know why. Do you know why? Um, probably because he has a huge stake in the NBA and he... What? No, it's deeper than that because LeBron James wants to own an NBA team. Okay. Well, yeah. there you go. Like, LeBron James has, like, 
LeBron James has done all the things as a basketball player you could ever expect him to do. He's the best player of his generation, which is the only, like, at this point I'm sick of the fucking who's the greatest of all time, like, I don't care. Jordan was the best player of his generation, LeBron is the best player of his generation. That's it. So, the next thing for him is he wants to own his own franchise, and that means on shit like this, he's got to tow the company line. Mm. That's it. Like, so yeah. he's out there saying the exact same thing all the owners said, including the owner of the Rockets, who said Daryl Morey shouldn't be talking politically while also donating shitloads of money to the Trump campaign. Gross. Um, which we've all agreed, money is speech based on Citizens United, so you're not allowed to donate money, jackass. That's speech, so don't speak politically. You're in sports. Yeah. So, LeBron James's defense of the Chinese government... Um, and his and going after Daryl Morey for his tweet, I feel like it's an absolute betrayal of everything. Like LeBron James, the icon and the mm-hmm. humanitarian stance for this is like a complete, complete one eighty. It is. It's not. It's not what we've been led to expect from uh, his public persona. This is like a Tom Brady type of thing. I would yeah. expect that out of Tom Brady and just go, "You gross. You're gross. I hate you." But when LeBron James does it, it's actually like hurtful. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's really hurtful to like see him like fight for human rights on one side and then completely flip on that concept as soon as his money's at play. Yeah. That's a really 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 bad look. Um I don't think I I yeah, it's just it's it's worm level. Yeah. Do you think there's any other athlete who could flip like that and create that kind of effect? I could think of one person who could say something so out of character that I would, like, sit up and take notice. Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah, really Eric Reed, but... Eric Reed, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a lot of, like, um, incredibly outspoken, um, pro-humanitarian, like, uh, athletes out there who... But LeBron James has to be one of the most high-profile Well, he has the biggest platform because he's in a position where no matter what he says, you can't, like, he can't, you can't blackball LeBron James. No. You can't do, it can't be done. So. I don't plan on it, but I'm very, very (laughs) upset at him. Like, I'm, like, really, really, like, I don't even mention him anymore when I talk about the Lakers. Yeah. Like, that's how, like, that's how, like, like, standoffish I am about LeBron James right now because... It's like, just just gross, dude. Like, I, I it, that's what I think about when I see you. It might not be forever, but it's right now. That's what I think about when I see LeBron James. I think yeah. I see like oh, you kind of flip flopped on your ideals a little bit, a lot of bit, yeah. <laughs> and it's fucked up. A lot of a lot of bit is right, and it's also annoying to have LeBron who has this track record of like I stand up for humanitarian issues, I do all these things, blah blah blah, and then you have Daryl Morey who. Is, ba- is basketball Billy Bean, yeah. who probably like read that segment we were talking about earlier in Moneyball, where it's like, I don't meet the players because I don't want to build any personal relationship. It's like, that's how I live my whole life. <laughs> and he's over here being like, I support, you know, people. Yeah. Yeah. The math, the guy who like was like, basketball is just a math problem and I hate all of you. <laughs> this comes out way more likable. James Harden's the best, and you're all stupid. That guy is yeah. way more likable. Well, yeah, he apparently believes in basic human rights, and that's kind of a, a I, thing that I expect out of most humans. But you know, it's one of the, it's one of my uh, you know 
If I'm out on a date and I find out that someone doesn't believe in basic human rights, they better be real hot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. And a lot of other people um, weighed in. Like I talked about, most most everyone was neutral. The the neutrality was like, well, it's 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 a very complicated scenario and... I don't know what to do because no one seems to know what to do. You know what the wildest, the maybe not wild. You know what the shittiest part is? LeBron basically married Stephen A. Smith. Oh God, he no! He basically said what Stephen A. Smith said, which when when he said like, "Oh, he, it's irresponsible. He's not caring about who he's hurting. He's not thinking about other people." Stephen A. said that thing five days before LeBron James <laughs> said it. Probably the same fucking thing. John Oliver talked about it, roasted yeah. him for it. Look it up. It's Stephen A. Smith. He's being shitty. He's like, being a, he's being a garbage person. Yeah, you can Stephen all guess what it looks like. Yeah. yeah, basically defending the idea that you should be protecting your. He should, he's defending the idea that you should be protecting your money and not care about human lives. Which gross. Look, no, Stephen A. will show up with like the what about the owners take anytime he gets a chance. <laughs> Would there even be a LeBron James if not for Dan Gilbert being a racist piece of shit who owns Quicken? (laughs) And uses Comic Sans (laughs) in his letters. And then publishes them for everyone to see. I imagine... I'd like to see an SNL sketch that's like someone trying to get a uh, professional sports owner to pay attention to something that's similar to the papyrus sketch about avatar yeah the papyrus sketch is actually uh it's actually a documentary about me (laughs) (laughs) when i see a bad font (laughs) you hate bad fonts i fucking hate it you know what on the same exact week that dan gilbert dropped that comic sans letter to uh cows fans saying we're getting came back and it's good shut up <laughs> you're in comic sans right now you don't count you were this was written the by same, bill keen on the same week the warriors newly rebranded their their franchise in copper plate gothic bolt you have been yelling about this as long as i have known you <laughs> <laughs> it was the same fucking week because it was the end of the NBA season, blah, blah, blah. Or is it the middle of the offseason? The Warriors are like, hey, look at our new logo. We don't have a dude throwing a lightning bolt anymore. It's now Copper Plate Gothic Bold and the Bay Bridge. And I'm looking at that like, someone got fucking paid for this. Me, at the time, like a low-level marketing assistant for a real estate agency, was not too pleased to find out that this fucking hack out there was creating this shitty fucking logo that the warriors just got rid of this past summer in with copper plate gothic bold i was using that font for fucking book reports in 1992 (laughs) you're using copper plate for book reports yeah dog i'm trying to get an a i know i was always we were always just told use times new roman or shut up uh the cover though you gotta have the cover of the thing with the little plastic binder thing when you got your book report, you know? Shanata. Oh, I never did any of that. Oh. Welcome to being Asian. <laughs> this is what it's like growing up Asian. You, I mean, that does You ex- go all out on the fucking book reports when you got an Asian mom. My GPA does make more sense now. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought that, I thought those reports were pretty good. <laughs> You didn't put your, the laminate fucking uh, cover with the, the cover sheet with the just the name of the book and then the report by Patrick Center. You didn't do the whole no, thing. No, it was just me with a stack of papers walking up to the teacher's desk. Can I borrow your stapler? 
Wild. <laughs> We call that white privilege, frankly. <laughs> Actually, we had like one white kid other like than half of me in my class. And he went all out this. I don't know. <laughs> Hard I don't to really say, understand. Really. <laughs> but anyways, bad fonts. <laughs> we went from China to fonts. I mean, well, that's the natural segue. I'm sorry, there's no uh, there's no wrap on China for this one, but it <laughs> there's just there's no way to wrap this up. The protests are ongoing. Um, the, the shit show is still happening. Yeah, like, it's there's, gonna the, yeah, there's just gonna continue. And really, all you like, and the only the only takeaway here is like someone had an opinion about something China did, except China controls some of their money, so they knew they could put pressure on them. Except really, if you look at the way the NBA and basketball are ingrained in China. The NBA has a has a avenue to put pressure on pressure on China as well. Like the yeah. most popular thing for people to watch in China is the fucking NBA. Like yeah. they love it. <laughs> yeah, they love it. They like, and I mean that sincerely. I'm not. This is. I'm not mocking anyone here. Like they, it is the single most popular thing on TV in China is NBA basketball. People watch it at work on their phones. They're just. Constantly watching basketball. They love basketball more than they love any other sport. And, again, that sport has a really long history of being used as sort of a cultural band-aid. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, the NBA is actually in a position to take a real stance and say, well, that guy has an opinion, and if you want to punish us for somebody's opinion then go ahead we will just won't serve you any more content. Yeah. Like you want to like you've been using us as a band-aid to make your things work for so long go ahead rip it off. Yeah, they could do that. They could I do mean, that. They're, they're, they're never going to they're never going to like no, like no one with money ever does something that drastic where they could just like I'm just going to give up all this money, I guess. But they could do that. Yeah, but they're cowards. I mean yeah. like that's that's how you get money though, right? That's how you get large amount of money. Yeah. Is like millions and millions of dollars and billions. How you become that is by being a little bit of a coward. <laughs> yeah, by being scared. Yeah, just by being scared. Anyway, you got any hype drags this week? I already hyped myself. Um, so, shucks, I think I have. I had a lot in my head going into this. Um, it's two two. Altuve. Altuve. The pitch. Outside. No, you just go one and one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't even say that outside. That was too like, much. Yeah, yeah, that was you're, too you're, much. That's too much information. You gotta, like, really limit what's going on. I'll, here, I'll give you another one. Scherzer. It's 90. Two runners. It's the bottom. And... One and two. <laughs> <laughs> Swinging strike through a fastball middle in. <laughs> <laughs> a good pitch. Honestly, was looking for it too. Honestly, that was I thought that was a I mean fastball middle in. I guess you got to put it more. It was more. It was more. It was a little more towards the outside. I thought. Okay. Yeah. Still not. Still. I guess your Scherzer say you can do that shit. Yeah. Well, and Altuve stands way the hell off the plate. It's very yeah. strange for a guy who's only like five seven. I don't know how he has the reach to cover the, all the corners when he's so far out of the box. Oh, no, there you go. He's it's just stepped way step. in. Yeah, he stepped way inside, yeah. He crowds the plate on the yeah, front step. He's, he's, he's baiting you. He wants you to throw out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 
Uh, let's see, what kind of hype drag can I have now? Thinking about sports, thinking about things. What are my takes of the week? I want to drag the 49ers. Oh, shit, for uh, Nick Bosa? I mean, that's the easy route. I just want to drag their general existence. Oh, for winning all those titles? No, not for that. I don't care about any of that. Just genuine greatness. When was the last time they won a title? 94? That was so recent. (laughs) (laughs) It was before 92 when I was making those dope book reports. (laughs) (laughs) That was after 92 as well. Tell you what. Let's, uh, on three, I'll count one, two, three, and then we'll both say the last time our football team won a Super Bowl. Okay. One, two, three. Three, 2015. This year. This year. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to happen, baby. Niners over Patriots. Ew. It's going to be insufferable. I hate that so much. It's going to happen. Especially because the Niners don't have an offense and the Patriots. Well, the Patriots. We have a great run game. Uh, Sure, whatever. I don't care. Call me, call, call me back when you get a real offense. I actually was like really <laughs> avoiding talking about the Niners because I'm scared that I'm going to jinx it. Like I don't want to like say nice things about them, and I'm probably editing all the nice things I've said about them out of this podcast. I don't know. I could say a lot of mean things. No, I don't want to say mean things. I just don't want to mention them. <laughs> it pisses me. I'm, it pisses me off that like we're looking at another fucking Patriots monster year because they their schedule is. Nothing. There are no. There aren't actual football teams on it. The NFL loves them. Yeah, like this. It's ridiculous how bad their opponents have been. I I got to score tickets for Niners Seahawks on December 29th. I wonder what that's gonna cost. Uh, <laughs> approximately four hundred dollars to sit in the very last row. <laughs> What's SRO gonna be? <laughs> Standing room only gonna be. <laughs> Uh, I would three eighty five probably. If I could get standing room Dude, only for t- like for like a hundred, I just go by myself and sit there on a bench outside <laughs> <laughs> and be like, "Yay!" <laughs> Listen to it on the radio. <laughs> get those big like construction headphones with the antenna that sticks straight up, like the, Steve Bartman was wearing in the have, World Series. Yeah. I would have to bring Jerry to protect me. You would just yeah. be like, "He's okay. Please don't hurt him." He knows not what he does. Oh, no, I've been I've been to uh, CenturyLink in opposing colors, and it's not that bad. Yeah, but you're not their like rival. Rival. <laughs> uh, they hate us. So the uh, the old guys like from back in the '70s all remember okay. when that was like a real thing, and they yeah. still hate the fucking Broncos. Like I'm less scared of like drunk bros who are like whatever I hate the Niners than I am of like drunk old school Seattleites who are like. I remember when we used to be real rivals. How would you like to rekindle that, boy? Yeah, old old Seattle people, like drunk fishermen from mm-hmm. like the seventies. That's who you got to watch out for. Had friends they didn't like disappear in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. No. Yeah, I'm those, good. I'm, I'm good. glad those Thank guys you. don't think anything of the Forty Niners. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even notice. <laughs> What's that red team? Is that the Patriots? Yes. We're the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The top headline on ESPN that's not, obviously, the ongoing World Series game is Raptors receive largest ever NBA title rings. Now I'm just, I'm titling, oh, now I'm just imagining so Donald gross. Trump. Like, they're the biggest ones. You don't hear it much. You're hearing it more and more. But these, there's, lot, there's some rings, and they're not that great. But this one, very big. What a diamonds, you know. Very expensive, I'm sure. I hate it. 
Uh, the Raptors are beating the Pelicans. What's Darren Ravel got to say about what this means for hashtag brands? I want to track Buffalo Wild Wings. That seems wise. Why, why are your commercials trying to convince me that I want to be at a Buffalo Wild Wings on game day? Well, because they're a restaurant. I don't want to fucking be at a Buffalo Wild Wings on game day. You know what kind of people go to Buffalo Wild Wings on game day? Uh, yes. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Not great, Bob. <laughs> to be around dudes named, like, Chad and... What's a very, very bro name? I'm trying to pick, like, the Hunter. Yeah, Hunter's a good Hunter's one. Chaz. Chaz. Oh, yeah, uh, Chaz. Braden. It's Braden. Braden. Braden's pretty good. Um... Yeah, and I feel like the Buffalo Wild Wings clientele is like... Uh, Brock. Brock, that's a good one. <laughs> it is Brock. Um, but it's also like dads who have like managed to escape for two oh, like hours. A strip mall? Yeah, like... Those or are, those are the people, people who are not allowed back in Hooters. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the sports bro dads are the people that I talk to at sports bars. Sports bro dads are fun, actually, because... They're, they're just trying to get their fix, man. Who is it? Um, I, heard a, I heard some sports bro dads who do a podcast talk about what it's like being a sports bro dad. And it's just this moment you can get away from, like, your family. You just want to rage as hard as possible. Yeah. That's what. That's why sports bro dads are fun. Because they want to go as hard as they can while still making it back and being functional. Yeah. And when, they're, when, when, I, see, when, I, when I talk to one at a sports bar, they're always, like, very interested in the takes. Yeah. Because they don't get to do takery with it. No, they, there's no there's, takes anymore. There's no, they don't, their kid isn't going to give them a good fucking, like... NBA take. But you know who is? <laughs> the guy who does nothing but takes. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Patrick the take guy. <laughs> like, I, those guys love me. They're like, wow, you really remember the 2004 Giants. Why wouldn't I? I'm 35 and have no kids. I don't give a fuck about anything. <laughs> I remember every you, baseball team I've ever liked. Like, I've run into that sometimes. Like, they're like, they have two kids. I'm like, you're younger than me, man. Like, <laughs> and you're like, I'm just getting away from my wife and, you know, the kids. I'm like, well, have you considered not having those? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking time machine. <laughs> All sports are bad. <laughs> All sports Does are not bad. Endorse- I guess we want to drag kids. <laughs> We, do not it. we want to drag procreation. <laughs> we don't agree with it because then you don't have good takes. <laughs> I, did, uh, I did not realize we were auditioning for Barstool. I, I, are they like, was that, was that a Barstool level take? To no, that? a Barstool level take would be I like, mean, a we don't endorse just... procreation for anyone who's not white. Right. Yeah. I think Barstool level take would just be like, unless you're a hot chick or whatever, some kind of like, yeah. And then someone, thing. and then someone references Howard Stern, like, that's the best one. <laughs> we just said your takes are less good when you have kids, <laughs> which no, sounds we, very mean. Actually, what we said is you have less time to develop takes when you have kids because you have better shit to do. I well, guess, maybe not better, but certainly more important. The picture we're trying to paint here is that having as many takes as I have 
is probably sad. We're <laughs> <laughs> sad, lonely people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe the amount of takes I have is a bad thing. <laughs> Let's look at that as a negative rather than a positive. No, I refuse to do that. I mean, it's, a, gonna, it's a good thing. You I'm should have keep, more takes. I'm going to keep doing it regardless. Because what's your take on this guy? He's using his bat as a penis. Oh, I thought we were talking about Garrett Cole. My, no. I'm going to talk about my take on Garrett Cole. My, Garrett Cole should be a giant next stop, uh, in this offseason. Get a better take. Um, and or at least one. a different one. Uh, his his brother-in-law is Brandon Crawford. So? Also very good looking. Uh, not me, but him. They're both <laughs> very good looking. They would be great teammates. They're family. Um, they could win championships together on a team that's... Not the Houston Astros, but is the San Francisco Giants. I don't like this take. I wouldn't either if I was you. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe the Nationals will win this game. It is currently co- tied two points to two points. It's a really good fucking game one. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I glance over, it's like there's two runners on. <laughs> yeah. There's and two runners on, and like it's not high scoring, but there's not uh, no scoring. Right. That's yeah. every. We're, they're threatening all the time. Mm-hmm. Everyone's threatening all the time. That's what I. That's really that's what, what I've I liked want about in, this. Oh, playoffs. ball got away. No, no, nothing. That's really what I've liked about the playoffs so far. Yeah. Is that something is always Fuck you, Martin Maldonado? This piece of shit. What did Martin Maldonado do? He fucked up my. Uh, rotisserie team a couple of years ago is he any relation to candy maldonado i have no idea okay too many takes i guess <laughs> too many too much baseball knowing i'm just mad i'm just mad at martin maldonado because i picked him up as a catcher and he was like okay and then he just i held on to him and he just turned into a giant piece of garbage like why am i spending a dollar on this catcher do you got any other hype drags no all right well so. i have a list of people who can go to hell this week go by one and then i can agree with you or disagree Pablo Osuna. Oh, yeah. One million percent. That guy should go to hell. Arnoldus Chapman. I love that you don't know his name. That's my favorite thing about it. He <laughs> fucking sucks, and you should never remember that idiot's name. Is it not Arnoldus? No, but it's great. That you <laughs> don't ever <laughs> never look it up. Please never look it I'm up. I'm going to try not to. I Fuck fucking that hate that guy. <laughs> yeah. I've never corrected Watch, you watching on purpose. Ho- watching Jose Altuve sucks. hit a home run off of him to win. <laughs> Beautiful. Grazie. <laughs> Brandon Tubman. Yeah, fuck that guy, of course. Oscar De La Hoya. Okay. I don't I don't really know why. He was Can recently uh, charged with rape. Oh fuck. Okay. <laughs> I missed that. I missed that. That's a hole in my in my in okay. Learning experience. Yeah. So Continue. Fuck Oscar De La Hoya. Uh, Oscar De La Hoya. Yeah. Uh, Clayton Kershaw. Now that one, um, I like hating on Dodgers, but I need some more insight on why I don't like Clayton Kershaw. I don't know, fuck him. I like him because he's not good in the playoffs, and that's hilarious to me. Yeah. Um, he helps my the my least favorite team in the whole world of sports do badly. I, fa- I guess I'm facing an issue here where I want to say fuck Clayton Kershaw because he came in where he was supposed to like be the savior, and he blew it, which is just primo Clayton Kershaw well, he shit. He did do his job, but they left him in. He did his job, he got the lefty, and then they left him in. Yeah. That's stupid. I mean, a guy who's generally supposed to pitch seven innings, like, I don't know why you'd bring him in as a loogie. Yeah, well, I would, I mean, that's the only reason why I'd bring him in, and unless it was like he needed to save the World Series or something, because he's not used to pitching out of the bullpen. It's true. 
But he's not is, the, yeah. Yeah. I'm saying Clayton Kershaw can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying thank you, Clayton Kershaw, for another wonderful season of San Francisco Giants baseball. So, well, actually, Patrick is saying Clayton Kershaw to go, can go to hell, but no, like, nicer than so me. Much. <laughs> I like Saying it so. much nicer than I am. What I'm saying is far more insulting <laughs> than go to hell. <laughs> and finally, John Elway. Yeah, all right. Yeah, fuck John Elway. I feel like... I never thought I would have to feel this way. John Elway took my team to Super Bowls and won them. Two. Two out of five, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't beat those Niners. No, they, their, thing, <laughs> their thing used to be go to the Super Bowl, get their dicks kicked in by the Niners. Yeah. Them and the Bengals. <laughs> yeah. Or just, you know, whoever else happened whoever to be there. Whoever else runs into them in the playoffs, yeah. 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 But yeah, no, John Elway can suck it. Terrible job running a team. That's I, it. That's all I'm I got. With you. I'm with you. Um, but I also want to hype John Elway for giving the Niners Emmanuel Sanders. Ta-da! Hubris. <laughs> <laughs> I have a sense. I feel like this is going to backfire. I really regret this, but I'm probably going <laughs> to edit it out. So this has been All Sports Are Bad. You can tweet at us at All Sports Are Bad. You can find him at, at @PatrickJCS or find me at Wildly Pointless. You can listen to us the way you're listening to us right now. And also, one day I'll set up that Patreon account so you can give us the money. We just have to shoot a video, I think, right? Yeah, we can edit a video. Yeah. Really, it'll just... I can edit a video. That's all we gotta do. We just need some footage, like, us go talk... We, then it can just be us talking over, like, literally a black square. Do you wanna, like, practice... This is all... You know what we should about. do? We should just have, like... A video of people playing Pong and nobody is winning while we talk about just nothing. Even better, the DVD screensaver. Yes! <laughs> back, oh. to, back and forth <laughs> to us just talking about our pods. Now, this is all sports are bad. We're a podcast about sports and social justice, but mostly really about just getting drunk and saying really dumb takes on the internet. Yeah, that's, that's a good summation of what we do. And what we do here is... We talk to our audience in a way that I don't think any of the major podcasts can. I tell all of them to go to hell. I say go to hell a lot. (laughs) I have told told Bill Simmons to go to hell in, I would say, 80% of our podcasts. I'm not going to do it. Eh, no, fuck it. Bill Simmons can go to hell. You kind of already did. (laughs) I guess, yeah, we should really get that Patreon video set up. We should really just like before we record the next one. You think just... we can find a clip of the flying toaster screensaver from back in the day? Sure, why not? We could do multiple screensavers as our thing. <laughs> I like it. I'm into this. Uh, Windows screensaver, uh, winning solitaire. You know? Oh yeah, yep. That's the best part of winning solitaire. Otherwise, why win solitaire? I like. I love this. It sends. It sends the message we want. All sports are bad. The podcast you forgot was on. <laughs> Please keep listening. There are people that are listening. I see the metrics. They're there. Anyone out there listening? <laughs> there are hundreds of. Them. It's weird, actually. It's kind of creeping me out. Um, <laughs> that's it for us. Uh, I got nothing. I already said I. I wanted to go to hell. Bye, internet. Please don't go to hell. Um, go to hell, all of you. Bye. <laughs> I'm waving. I noticed. <laughs>